0: Welcome to the First Cup Podcast. I'm Rick Gaiman, and this is your round two recap for this week's open, open, open championship, championship, championship. Joining me to break it all down. Patrick McDonald is here at the halfway point. Hello, Patrick.
1: Man, up close and personal today. Yeah. Um, I'm not too sure how I feel about this. You can definitely see uh my imperfections, which there are a few no, of, but no. but uh but this week they are with the early wake-up calls emotionally physically psychologically mentally i'm already drained but uh not our boy i I think we're gonna be in in store for a sneaky good weekend despite what the leaderboard looks like
0: which which boy are you referencing brian
1: harman no 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 rory roll call baby rory oh yeah come on son brian harman
0: mackle roy god i've heard of him okay well how did you, how, how obviously other than the fact that it was another, you know, 14 and a half, 15 hour day, how, how, how did you enjoy your day? I saw you firing out some tweets. I think you're getting, I think you're getting like, you're vibing on Twitter right now.
1: Yeah. I'm trying to get those impressions up, uh, you know, my, my Twitter's too good to not get money off of it. Right. And, and you right. gotta, for this new ad deal that Elon mm-hmm. uh, pitched to me a couple months ago and mm-hmm. then, uh, was later publicized. You need to get 6 million impressions three months in a row to be eligible yeah and so this month is very big for me in that regard so i need those impressions baby just yeah f- I'll, I'll start paying people to <laughs> impress on my tweets <laughs> i don't know you, that.
0: <laughs> you know who i was impressed by <laughs> brian Harmon is who i was impressed by he made he got, he impressed me six million times Today, because Brian Harmon went out early on Friday and shot, not a typo, a 65 that I would. This looks like he pitched a perfect game, Patrick. This is four in a row on two, three, four and five. He's four under through five holes. Then he plays it even par. Hasn't made a bogey or has made one bogey this week. And then he makes an eagle on 18 and posts 10 under. That is five shots clear of everybody else. I repeat, Brian Harmon is five shots clear of everyone else in the world heading into the weekend at the Open Championship.
1: Speaking of pitching, he kind of kind of reminds you of a uh, you know left hander, a Jamie Moyer type. He kind of just gets the job done. You're a Phillies fan, right?
0: <laughs> Unfortunately, yes. The the old uh, the off speed stuff, painting the corners. Uh, you know, just rolling over ground balls, he's not going to overpower you.
1: Yeah, what was he throwing like 80 miles per hour? Oh my god, if he's lucky! Yeah, so um, it, it felt like, yeah, perfect game. He had a chip in par there on the back nine, uh, from like 25 yards away, but it, it really was just, I don't want to say boring golf, he rolled in three 25 footers in a row to kick off his round but a hefty dose of just fairways greens. You pick one off when they come the type of golf that thrives in major championships where you hit to the fat part of the green and you reward yourself. If you're a good enough putter by converting some of those opportunities. And this is a guy who has been playing some really good golf uh, played well at the Scottish open, didn't have a great Sunday Uh, runner up there at the travelers championship as well. And back to back top twenties in the open. So You think about another kind of windy golf tournament, the one major championship where he did contend the 2017 U S open at Aaron Hills, Tommy Fleetwood, also in the mix that week, Harmon went into the final round with a one stroke lead over Fleetwood. I believe both he Fleetwood and Fowler kind of threw up on on themselves the final day. And then Brooks Koepka won his first major championship, but it'll be interesting to see how he handles the weekend With who he is paired with tomorrow, with how hot the putter has been through two rounds. But today might go down as one of the best rounds of the whole year.
0: Gained eight and a half strokes to the field. Course played two and a half shots over par. He has gained 8.4 strokes putting through two rounds. Uh, Now he is a very good putter. He gained five through four rounds at the Scottish Open, another five at the Travelers, four at Detroit Golf Club, which, by the way, are his last three events. All three of them were top 12. So I do not expect him to to gain another eight, Patrick, right? I don't don't expect him to gain 16 strokes putting this week because that would be a record. But has he built himself up enough of a cushion for that not to matter?
1: I think if he shoots even par over the weekend, he wins the open championship. Um, I agree. And so I th- I think for me where these guys, there's always going to be one round when, when you have to scratch and claw to something. And for Brian Harmon, he needs his tee to green game to carry him that day. He needs that round to be something like one over or even par instead of a 74 or 75 where he can let people back into it. Um, so that'll really be, the deciding factor, I think, for this open championship. You always hear players talk about scratching out a round that should be in the mid-70s, but somehow they come in around even par. Those are the rounds they're most proud of. I I think one of those has to be in store for Brian Harmon if he wants to win this championship. And I I think that's kind of a big if.
0: A five-shot lead is pretty ironclad through 36 holes at a major championship. So I have back to, I only have back to 1980 here, but then I realized 1980 is 43 years ago. So that's what 160 something major championships. There have been, uh, by my counts, eight previous leads of five or better.
1: All of them have converted. Who, uh, who were they? You want to guess Uh, Rory McIlroy at this championship?
0: Rory McIlroy at this championship is not correct. He had a four shot lead.
1: Uh, Tiger once upon a time.
0: Tiger at Pebble.
1: That's it. That's the only
0: one. That's the only one you got. There's there's Uh, seven others.
1: Oh, uh, Beth Page. Brooksie Brooks uh, or Scotty Uh, at the Masters had had five. I think
0: Scotty at the Masters had five.
1: That's probably all I got.
0: Jordan Spieth at the 2015 Masters. Mm. Uh, Louis Ustazen at the 2010 Open. Nick Price at the 94 PGA. Martin Keimer at the 2014 U.S. Open. Rory McIlroy at the 2011 U.S. Open. All of them were five shot leads or better. All of them won that major
1: championship. Okay, well, all of those players, Keimer was the former world number one at that point. I think he won the Players' Championship that season as well. Scotty was unbelievable that year. Tigers, Tiger, Rory's, Rory. Nick Price is one of the more underrated players to play the game. Where does Brian Harmon fall along all those guys? I think there's (laughs) (laughs) – I
0: think that there is – so you're telling me the list is not going to be Tiger, Rory, uh, Martin Keimer, Nick Price, Brian Harmon, Brooks.
1: The, Ope, the so. Open posted one graphic uh, after the rounder day, and it was like uh, all-time 36-hole scoring record at Hoy, like Tiger Woods, Rory McIlroy, Brian Harmon. I saw that. So sick.
0: Um, the uh, – I think there's two things. Okay, so so this comes down to the golf course, Okay. which golf courses can allow you to cough up a five shot lead. I think this is one of them, right? We've seen guys from like the middle of the fairway, make an eight on 18, right? We have seen, if you get a little unlucky in a bunker that things go sideways very, very quickly. So I think there are doubles and triples lurking. And um, I can't remember who said it on Thursday. I think it was Emiliano Grillo who said you can make bogey on every hole out here. And I agree with that. So that is, I think, a problem for Brian Harmon. The good thing for Brian Harmon is he his style of play removes a lot of the trouble, right? Which is he doesn't hit it far enough to reach a lot of these pop bunkers, and he rarely misses the fairway, and when he does, he misses very small. So that's going to be the battle for the next 36 is can Brian Harmon avoid the trouble? If he avoids the trouble and, like you said, shoots even par, even if he shoots – 72-72, 72-72, he might win this, because that might be good enough to gain a stroke and a half a day for the next two days. It, it might be over. So that that's the question. It, if Brian Harmon avoids bunkers, he wins.
1: I agree with that. And even today, the one he was in, that was the hole where he... I believe he only hit one fairway bunker today. That's the hole when he chipped in for par from like 25 yards.
0: Which, by the way, like just removing everything else there, this stat profile screams regression, eight and a half strokes putting. He, that if that ball does not hit the stick, it is over the green on the other side, by the way, instead he taps in for birdie. Like that's a two shot swing probably right there. So uh, I don't want to like, I, okay, cool. If Brian Harmon wins great, but like there are, I got some, I got some red flags here.
1: You and me both. Um, but, like you said, it, it really is going to be about that big number. And what I think has been the best hole of the tournament so far, the par five 18th, you saw it on full display with guys trying to make the cut. Brooks Kepka made a triple bogey. Cam Smith made an Eagle uh, within 30 minutes of each other. Mm-hmm. So it, it really will be, can he not lose a golf ball and can he not hit a tee shot into a bunker? And even if we've seen it with, the new, uh, I mean, the RNA. Talk about spineless. Changing the bunkers <laughs> up, an, up another. Uh, what a rivet? Is that what it's called? It's a yeah, Revit. Yeah, the the Reve. Okay, okay, rivet. I don't know. I guess that's how they say it over there. Um, what yeah. are we doing? That was seen this morning. Oh my goodness! But there's still the possibility of. Even like greenside, like getting boned. We saw it with Wyndham Clark today when he made a double bogey. Uh so bunkers number one and internal OB. But with the rain coming and the weather coming, they and they are
0: getting a different wind tomorrow, which I think is fun because that changes the golf course. So they're gonna get they're gonna get a different wind and it's gonna be a little windier and it's gonna rain basically all day, from what I understand as hashtag not a
1: meteorologist. Hashtag it. I, I just, I don't think Brian Harmon's going to be your Open champion. I just, I just don't think it's going to happen. There's going to be a moment where, sorry, I got a train rolling in my background. It's okay, that that agrees with me. Uh, it's the Rory train. It's on its way over. Oh boy. Um, there's going to be a moment where something goes awry. And I don't think it's as easy as a double bogey on a hole. It gets the blood pumping and then everything changes. I think
0: it'll be be a, it'll be down to two shots by the time they make the turn tomorrow.
1: Wow. Really? Who's catching them?
0: Anybody. Right. That's the beauty. That's the beauty of this golf course. There's a 65 or a 66 out there. And there is a 76 out there. And someone will Do what Brian Harmon did and go out in 31 or whatever. And Brian Harmon could potentially make one bad swing and make a double. It will. We there is a thing called leaderboard gravity that exists on every golf tournament in the history of golf. That is not won by Tiger Woods.
1: Okay. I don't think it will be cut to two by the back nine tomorrow. I would say by Sunday when they make the turn. Okay and then at that point it really does come down to you hit it in the fairway bunker on the back nine on Sunday, like unless you're making a sturdy major championship par you're boned. So I I think he holds on. I think he holds his own, but like you said, leaderboard gravity. There are a lot of big names kind of in the shallows waiting capable who haven't put together the complete round yet, but are right there. And, a couple shots away that I think they'll give him a scare and then on the back nine on Sunday anything can happen. We saw it last year when Cam Smith sh- shot 30.
0: His closest chaser is Tommy Fleetwood five back even par 71, which doesn't sound great, but remember that gains a stroke and a half to the field. I thought Tommy was gritty. Coming down the stretch, made a couple of really good putts on, what, 16, 17, 18 to kind of get this thing in without being too far back because he was was one over for the round on 13. He birdies both 14 and 15. So this was a gritty, nice finish to keep yourself within arm's reach of arm's reach of Brian Harmon.
1: Today I thought was going to be Tommy Fleetwood's most difficult day you're sleeping on the lead you have the high of just shooting five under you're playing great you made a ton of putts that got the crowd rolling and and like you said gritty i think solid is another good term just solid professional golf by tommy fleetwood uh you know turns in one over that's fine gets a bonus from like 60 feet on 10 which I wasn't expecting but for me the the real big putt was after those two birdies when he got up and down for bogey uh, and and pretty much secured his spot in the final group tomorrow. Uh, Another big par putt there on 17 as well. I I didn't like the shot selection kind of hitting a hook over there, but so be it makes like an 11-footer. And to be in that final group is huge. We saw it with Wyndham Clark. Granted, it was a day later where he made birdie on 18, got himself into that final group with Ricky Fowler on Sunday. But I think it's going to be huge for Tommy Fleetwood on Saturday, moving day. He's going to have to lean on that crowd. He's five back. It's it's going to, I don't want to say it's going to feel like a Ryder cup. I don't want to go full Taylor Gooch on you, but the the crowd will be very one-sided in that final game. And it could go one of two ways. We've seen all the Brian Harmon stories of when he made Ricky Fowler cry in college. Um, You know, he, he really does play with a chip on his shoulder, but Fleetwood's caddy has been saying all week, you know, I've been telling Tommy, it's our time. Be selfish this week, do it for yourself. Uh, And I think that'll serve someone like Tommy Fleetwood extremely well. And similar to Harmon, it's going to be, well, not quite similar, but with Fleetwood, it's is he going to be able to make enough putts? The three putt on 12 or 13 was really bad. Uh, he, he made up for it down the stretch, but it, it, it'll be, come down to Fleetwood's uh, putter, I think, over the next 36
0: early this morning. Uh, Brian Harmon went out. Brian Harmon is 26 hours from the time he taps in and a second round of the time he tees off his third round. Minwoo Lee went out early. Can I read you Minwoo Lee's uh, recent major championship run? How about this? Uh, T5 at the U.S. Open. T18 at the PGA Championship. He missed the cut at the Masters. Ignore that one. T21 at the Open Championship last year. 27th at Brookline. 14th at the 2022 Masters. You want to add in a couple of these elevated events? How about a, a T nine at the Travelers uh, just a couple of weeks ago? A T six at the Players Championship, and now he lurks, <laughs> lurks seven shots off the lead, two shots off of second. Minwoo Lee, a three under sixty eight, vaulting him up the leaderboard.
1: He's just he he's gotten so popular so quick. He is so fun to watch. He plays with kind of a sense of ab- abandonment where stingers, drivers, creativity, everything's kind of on the table. And he just pounds the golf ball too. And when you combine driving distance with a sweet short game, like he does and a great putter, like he has, it, it just makes it a lot of fun to watch and play golf. And he has just risen his game like you said, listing off all those starts, I I believe last year at the masters, he he tied the nine, nine hole record. The the first nine there at Augusta national, he he shot 31 day. He has that type of firepower, but we've also also seen where his iron play isn't the best It it is by far his weak point where his irons go haywire and he kind of loses pace with the guys. So, it's a pretty similar story to the U.S. Open. He entered that weekend in contention. He's a bit closer to the leader relative to players in between them. Not so much strokes, but God, he is so much fun to watch. To If he's able to actually make a charge, I would say he has the widest array of possibilities this weekend.
0: I like that he told us what his strategy was on Tuesday and Wednesday, and then he's gone out and executed it so far on Thursday and Friday, which I thought was really cool. He was going to lay back off the tee. He was probably going to hit like one driver every single day. Now we do get, again, I cannot stress this enough. Like when you get a different wind from the prevailing wind and you're going to get different conditions, it is like playing a completely new golf course for these guys. And they are going to have to go back to things that they tried on Monday and Tuesday that they might not be super comfortable with. I I do think tomorrow is going to be pretty wild
1: a, a moving day
0: a moving day a min maybe a min moving day
1: maybe i'll, I'll allow it, I'll all, allow right. it. <laughs> <laughs> all right all right Min moving day it's <laughs> tough but uh, i'll allow um, it for now um it, it i i just think he there's so many outcomes he, he could he win this tournament yes could he shoot 75 75 over the weekend also yes so I would love to see him play well because he's so much fun to watch, like, like I've been saying. But he's just like uh, like an electric factory.
0: Yes. He's sick. I love him.
1: So I, I don't know. I don't know what to think of him. From a golf fan point of view for added intrigue, I would love it. Uh, the fans love him. He's great on social media. He said after his round, he's just hoping he doesn't get canceled soon because he loves to rile up the crowd. Uh, he, he plays great when he's having fun, all that good stuff, but it, it'll it, it's going to be the iron play for him. It has not been a strong point throughout his career. It's always been off the tee and putting, but if that's just, you know, decent for him, he said he was flushing it on the range when they had him on the range earlier in the week. Uh, I, he's more than capable of making a charge. It, it depends mainly on how ugly this weather is going to be tomorrow and how difficult the win switch is going to be.
0: We need to talk about a lot of the big names who are noticeably absent from the top of the leaderboard. We will discuss those, look at the odds board and more. But first, we're going to take a quick break and hear a word from our partners. Did you know that more than 75% of Americans will experience foot pain in their lifetime, but only 10% will seek out a solution for that pain? Those numbers do not add up are clinically proven to decrease fatigue, reduce injury, and improve comfort. I can attest to that myself, especially when walking a lot of golf holes that I play. So if you feel good, you play good, you look good, everything works out from there, and it starts from the bottom up. Visit superfeet.com and enter promo code FIRST at checkout for 15% off your first order, plus free shipping. It's a really fine line creating and we're back. Let's roll through a couple of these notables here. Um, not a lot of them had great days. Jordan Speeth had an okay day. And even par 71, it was better than the field average. But it's going to feel a lot worse than that here, Patrick. Because Jordan Spieth went out in 32. That is three under par. And he got this thing to five under. Which is where Tommy Fleetwood sits at the halfway mark. And vibes were high on Spieth Island. But he makes bogey on 10, 11, and 15 to fall back to even for the rounds, two under for the tournament.
1: Yeah, he, he's definitely going to be a little pissed off, I think. Stepping off, seven green, an uh, eight fairway. He had a wedge in hand, only 100 yards. Missed the green, nine, he hit it to 15 feet from 225 yards. Burned the edge there, and then back-to-back bogey to start your backside. And really for Spieth, it, it's what he did on that back nine, I, I don't know if it – completely took him out of the tournament, but he now has zero room for error, I think, and needs some help from Brian Harmon, as opposed to if he somehow came in and at even par, uh, you know, all he has to do, he shot three over on the backside. All he has to do is play those par fives and two under instead of one over. And he's right there at three under five under for the tournament five back. He would have been in that final group with Brian Harmon. So, the back nine, it wasn't good. It was really sloppy. The driver kind of betrayed him a little bit. He got a couple unlucky breaks as well. But you think about nine-hole stretches in major championship golf tournaments where you kind of have to scratch out a score. And if he could have turned this into a one over 37 instead of a three over 39 and have been half a dozen back, it – probably would have gone a long way.
0: Yeah, certainly would have two under par T seven for Jordan Spieth, one under par T 11 for Rory McIlroy. That one under came here on Friday after an opening 71, even par he birdied the first. And I was thinking, yeah, baby, here we go. Rory McIlroy out of the gate. Birdies the first that we are off and running. Eh, it was all right. It was fine. I, I think he's, he's got a little bit. We were just talking about this on, on HQ a little bit. Um, you kind of see when he gets a little tight or whatever it is, he, he gets under it with the driver, kind of flares it out to the right, and then he still has some trouble on these shorter shorter putts. And it's just – it's not sharp. You know, I, he was much sharper at LACC. We've seen him much sharper last week. He's just not had the good stuff.
1: Yeah, and a lot of short misses on the greens. So uh, he, The one on 30 for birdie, that, that felt like it kind of – yeah, he comes back and makes a birdie on the par five fifth. But the one on three, that felt like it could have been a special type of round. Uh, almost comparable to a Brian Harmon type. But you missed that. He, he missed a really short one on Thursday as well, I think, for par from like two and a half feet. That's two strokes right there you easily could have made up. And on the back nine, he just, I think he only hit three fairways. And he has that big kind of right miss going. Yes, that that we saw at the Scottish Open. It has leaked over here, and so you can't miss right here. Luckily, did he? What do he do on eighteen today? He just blasted it way left with the driver. Did yes. he take driver?
0: I don't know. I can try to find out for you, but I'm not positive off the top of my head. He, let's see if I can figure this out. He dr- hit it. Uh, yeah, yeah. three thirty four to the left, rough, way left.
1: Is eight to go back to a different eighteen? Why does why doesn't everyone just blast it left with driver? Kind of like I eighteen at the at the country club.
0: I think they're figuring it out.
1: Yeah, because Rom
0: was over there. There were there were a lot of. I'd have to pull the like the map, but there were a lot of guys over there. I think.
1: Yeah, it was kind of like uh, last year's U.S. Open when everyone would just hit it way right on yes. eighteen. Right. Um, so. Look, the driver needs to get better and somewhat similar to Spieth. Well, very similar. He he really doesn't have any room for error. Whether this is a good spot for him or not, I'm not totally sure. I think he needs help from Brian Harmon, as do everyone else, not named Tommy Fleetwood for the most part. Fleetwood could boat race the next 36 holes if he really wanted or – has the potential to to win this tournament but it could be since I am driving this bus I'm trying to do the mental gymnastics to to get Rory McIlroy and us across the finish line okay where a scenario similar to a not as drastic but Amito Pereira and Justin Thomas at the PGA championship where you You just put together some solid golf over the 36 holes. You know, you're in it. Your focus is there, but there really isn't a ton of like pressure shots like that wedge at LA Country Club where one shot you feel like could make or break the championship. You just kind of string together a few holes and there's there's the path there, but it, it is really dependent on Brian Harmon and what he does. Like I said, if he shoots a pair of 71s, he probably is your champion golfer of the year. But if he shoots 74, 71, something like that, and finishes that seven under, that gives Rory McRoy a chance to shoot a pair of three under rounds and match him. God, I mean, this is... I'm really glad to be a part of the team this week, but I signed up for Rory McIlroy to be closer in contention at the 36 hole mark. So I am doing the mental gymnastics that are typically done by others.
0: I mean, he has done what we've kind of asked, right? Which is uh, be he's what, T12, T11? I think 11. What is the leaderboard is going insane right now. It's like changing. It's got what is happening
1: here? Oh, did Richard Bland birdie the last? No, you
0: happened last week, too, and they put a um, I'm looking at the PGA Tour. I'll go to the Open Championship. But this happened last week where they put up a thing on the on the leaderboard and it said uh, uh, we're going through maintenance or something. And it was like it was almost like playing out every moment. It was like it was like an eight hour event was being played out like in. 15 minutes. It was kind of bizarre, but that looks like what's happening right now. Roy McElroy's T11. So that's like, yeah, that's awesome. Just the problem is that he's nine back.
1: Yeah. He's got nine people and nine strokes between him and Brian Harmon, which one side, nine people. Yeah, absolutely. That's fantastic. Nine strokes over two rounds. It's tough to make up. It it really is. Whatever Brian Harmon does, like I said, if he shoots three over over the weekend, he gives people a chance. And Rory McRoy is at the top of of this list. Our boy, Rory McRoy.
0: Our boy Roars. The uh, two big boys, Scotty Scheffler, John Rahm, uh, barely made the cut. Rahm, a little bit more cushion, uh, two over. Oh, my God. No, this is sorry. The, the the leaderboard's all screwed up. So let's try this again. John Rahm. What did he finish at?
1: Two over? Two over. He shot one under today. Yeah. Okay.
0: T-47. Yeah. And then Scotty Scheffler, three over by making a an up and down from the greenside bunker on 18, gives us the full double arms in the air not uh, these guys aren't cut makers man they're winners
1: what a luck box though it it literally hit the face of the bunker popped up got top spin rolled up a foot away and even Scotty Shuffler can make that putt um but Scotty was like for the first time in a very long time just looked in disarray yeah like something was missing he was you could hear him like muttering to himself and to Teddy, like, oh, my God, I've never had a golf ball curve that much before in my life. How does it go that way type of stuff? And that's kind of just rub the grain. That's Link's golf, baby. It'll make or break you. But that middle stretch there, 8 through 16, yikes, yikes. Putter stunk. I mean, every time they turn to him. He was just missing easy putts uh, on the part five. He had a chance for birdie, the first one on the back nine on 17. He actually hit a great little flighted wedge that fell to the left seven feet miss. Uh, and yeah, I mean, I'll say he got pretty lucky there on 18 to get up and down when you hit the face of the bunker, it not often pops out one foot away from the hole. So when you are playing as well as Scotty Scheffler has this entire year, and to go through that year without getting major number two, I don't know how you don't see it as a disappointment. Because Rick, like you've said, like we have said, Scotty Scheffler, who who's to say he's gonna be like this from T to Green next year? No one. Exactly. And you gotta you gotta pick it off pick off major championships when you are playing your best golf. And Tiger, Tiger's picked off major championships when he has not been playing his best golf at times. I'm not comparing the two, but it one kind of just highlights Tiger's greatness. And two, I, I think just overall, yeah, he has a Players Championship and the Phoenix Open. But to go through the season where you were so dominant in a massive part of the game, to only have two wins, no major championships. I don't, I don't know how. He won't say he's disappointed. He said. Like he won't say he's frustrated on the greens. He won't say any of this stuff and he probably isn't, but personally, I, I, I would be, I'm flabbergasted if he looks back on his season and he's happy with only two wins.
0: Well, it'll not be a happy uh, weekend for Scotty or John Rombaring, uh, some major miracle, but it'll certainly not be a very happy weekend for Colin Morikawa, Tony Finau, Justin Rose, Taylor Gooch, Shane Lowry, Phil Mickelson, Justin Thomas, Denny McCarthy, and Dustin Johnson, who will all, they're all, honestly, DJ is probably home by now. Uh, because that was early this morning. It was, I mean, listen, it's links golf. This stuff kind of happens, but a lot of big names that will not be around.
1: Brutal man. I thought, uh, I thought once DJ got it to 12 over, he'd turn on the gas and kind of make his climb back to the three over cut line and, and two holes, but Colin's weird. That has to suck. Just make He made a birdie on his last hole to get to four over. The cut line at the time, which it was looking like for most of the day until midway through the afternoon, that has to suck, thinking you made the cut with that putt and then you see the cut line and you're on the wrong side of it. But the Open Championship is never going to be Colin Morikawa's major, in my opinion. I, I, I've always said he's tailor-made for the U.S. Open – he got lucky, I think, to win his Open, similar to Jordan Spieth winning his U.S. Open at Chambers Bay. The stars kind of aligned for him, and he got one of the more difficult ones to pick off for his his skill set uh, early in his career. DJ Hurts, from one-and-done perspective, I think I'm officially out of it, which uh-huh. is a tough pill to swallow. Tony Finau, I don't know if he's going to make the Ryder Cup team. He has sucked. He he has won. He has started to win golf tournaments. And at that same time, he has started to suck at major championships. It is very bizarre to me where he figures out how to win consistently down the stretch, hitting clutch shots, clutch putts, and then major championship time. He's a ghost. Justin Thomas. <laughs> I mean, I called that one. I don't need to rub it in his face anymore. Um, <laughs> But he's what 75th in the FedEx Cup. He's playing in at 3M, likely the Wyndham. Is he playing the 3M? Yeah, he committed. <sighs> mm hmm. Tough scene. And like Zach Johnson, did you read his quotes afterwards? No. I think he's going to pick him no matter what.
0: So do I. No, I, I think that it barring, – barring Justin Thomas missing every cut and not making the playoffs and then saying I'm not in the sh- – I cannot in good conscience take a spot on this team. I withdraw myself from consideration. Unless that happens, he'll be on this team.
1: I think you're onto something. I think that's what he needs to do. He needs to – if, if he misses – the FedEx Cup playoffs, he should take his name out of the hat and just be a vice captain. Just
0: no, he be- should just stay home and figure. Your- <laughs> you don't get to just become a vice captain because you didn't make the team. You just don't get to be part of the team. You just watch on TV like everybody else of the of except for twelve U.S. golfers who made the team. That's what you do, and it sucks. And that's what you do.
1: He can be the minister of morale over there. Um, oh yeah, JT, big big morale guy. Yeah, he'll he'll get into those guys. Uh, but it's just, it's really bad. There's there's nothing going right for him, and I, oh, it's such a tough spot for Zach Johnson where you go to Europe looking for your first win in three decades. And you're going to take a shot. Yes, his Ryder Cup resume is stellar. You're going to take a shot on a guy who might finish like 85th on the PJ Tour this season.
0: You can't. The whole thing would be a sham. You cannot pick a guy who in a season-long contest in which it is essentially skewed for guys like him did not get into the top third of the league, completely healthy, or at least healthy enough to be playing golf you cannot pick that guy
1: I totally agree with you but I am not convinced Zach Johnson agrees with you which is very like there's still a ton of dominoes to fall like if Brian Harmon wins this week which i know is kind of pooping on his chances he, he like ch- chances are he does win this week he's on the Ryder Cup team you got Wyndham Clark on the team. You don't think Brian Harmon's on the team if he wins this week?
0: Does everybody (laughs) who wins any event automatically get to be on the team? Like, there's not enough guys.
1: Well, Finau Finau could easily be out. Yeah, Finau could be out. JT. JT could be out. That's two spots. Clark is in. Right now, it's pretty much Scheffler, Cantlay Xander. Those are the three guys I trust. I don't Brooks, even trust are
0: Brooks and Bryson playing.
1: Oh, I trust Brooks too. Uh Bryson. I don't know. He showed me a lot today. He showed me. He looks a ton scary. one. I think he has another new logo on his hat of his own, Shit. which would be number three lifetime going back to the Hogan cap, the new one he has on the bill. And then I think he has a new one on the side as well, which, Look, any publicity is good publicity. he showed me a ton today though. I think I don't think Marco Simone's gonna be a great course fit for Bryson, given how the Europeans like to set up their Ryder Cup venues.
0: So this is your so this is your team here. So so who are you taking off of this team for Brian Harmon? Okay. Okay. Scheffler, Wyndham Clark, Brooks Kepka, Xander Shoffley, Patrick Cantlay, Max Homa. Keegan Bradley, Jordan Spieth, Colin Morikawa, Cam Young, Sam Burns, Ricky Fowler. Who are you taking off that team for Brian Harmon? Sam Burns.
1: He is a more accurate Sam Burns.
0: Sam Burns it's- was like the best player at the President's Cup. And he slept. He, he hauled around Scotty Scheffler for, th- for d- three days.
1: Yeah, and they didn't want to match. Not, not Sam Burns' fault. You can't be the best player at the President's Cup okay. and not win a match. Right.
0: Okay, so what happens when Denny wins the
1: 3M? Uh, you the throw Denny game? and you throw Brian in the octagon. Yeah. Last person out.
0: How about, yeah, I agree. No, they should have to play 18 holes of eighteen holes match play to see for the last spot.
1: They are pretty, they're pretty much the same golfer.
0: Yeah. Right? Just like you guys go play for it.
1: I'd be I'd down with that. I would take, yeah, I would take Harmon over Sam Burns.
0: (sighs) Just because he, because he like sun runs
1: at the, at the open. What's his ranking right now? 20th. Okay. What's Sam Burns ranking? 11th. I don't know. I guess he did win the match play, (laughs) but I mean, majors are three X for points. It's a sham. Dude. I I I don't know how you leave. I champion. I I
0: I agree that if he wins this, he'll be on the team. But I don't think that because you won the open, you should be on the team.
1: Well, the same thing happened with Phil in uh, two thousand twenty-one. He didn't make the Ryder Cup team.
0: Yeah, at least Brian Harms had a better <laughs> a better year than Phil had. Phil had just like the random
1: PGA win. Yeah, and there's some chatter about him being a captain's pick. Oh, God, by the likes we're, of
0: me, <laughs> we're lucky. We're lucky that Will Zal. What if Zal's horse is like, I'm good to go, let's go, no. baby.
1: No, he's returning at a uh, at your hometown tournament, the Shriners. Yeah, yeah, that'll
0: be cool. Uh, yeah, well, I guess Brian Harmon's playing for a claret jug and a Ryder Cup spot. <sighs> let's look at the betting board. What are the odds? Dale Burns.
1: Sam Burns has been trash.
0: Okay, so the guy who won match play, you're going to leave him out of like a match play competition?
1: Yeah, because Billy Horschel is so good at the President's Cup. Billy's different. Did you want Kevin Kisner on the Ryder Cup team? No,
0: because I don't want short, accurate putters like Brian Harmon.
1: Well, for the course, I think you do for Marco Simone. Simone. All right. Agree to disagree. Plus one forty. Brian Harmon
0: closing in on even money. Tommy Fleet's four to one. Rory McIlroy eleven. Spieth sixteen. Everyone else eighteen or longer. You can't not bet Brian. The, the the other thing you can't do is bet Brian Harmon right now. That is true. Just. Just either just light your money on fire. Not that he's not going to, but just like it's not even worth the risk. Uh, I would bet some chaotic situation like Minwoo or like Wyndham Clark at 35. Cam Young is like, Cam Young, I'm pretty sure made a ton of birdies today and just needs to kind of clean it up a little bit. And I liked him prior to the week. He's 30 to one.
1: He looked really good today. Really good. And honestly, I haven't given that guy credit for the head of hair. He has strong. Well, he now, his he's, hat
0: off. now he's growing it out with like the flow.
1: Mm-hmm. Very strong. Miss some very easy putts as well. Coming down the stretch on the back nine. So he's at two under, I believe. So a full touchdown and two point conversion behind. I think if you want to get chaotic, I don't mind. I don't mind Victor. I really don't at 50 50 to one. one. If you want to get weird, I would probably rather bet Victor Hovland at 50 to one at even par. than Rory McIlroy at one under at 11 to one.
0: I mean, every scenario is almost like a parlay. It's like Brian Harmon comes back to the field and you pick the guy who overtakes him. Correct.
1: So, one, 1A, one Roy McIlroy. Don't need to talk anymore about him. But 1B, I think Victor Holland. Off the tee, he, has the, he hit it into a couple fairway bunkers today, which kind of derailed his round, but he got off to a nice start. And he, he would be my bet.
0: Okay. Did anything else tickle your fancy today?
1: Jason Day coming back from the, you know, one, then went off the rails, and then back again. Good for him. Good for him. Yeah.
0: He um
1: Sepp Straka.
0: He he birdied. So his scorecard. <laughs> Here we go. Birdie on 12, 13, 14, 15, bogey 16, birdie 17, birdie 18. That is a lot of circles coming in.
1: You know who you're did. You ever watch uh, Barry on HBO? No. Uh he reminds me of this character called No Ho Hank. They kind of look alike. I'll send you a picture. I I don't think – I don't know if you're going to see it. (laughs) But he kind of just – he's giving me no-ho Hank vibes. Free Willy. He's just out there. He's doing his thing. He's having fun. Boom, seven birdies.
0: You ever watch uh, Impractical Jokers? Yes. Josh, share my screen. Brian Harmon is Murr. come on I can't unsee this
1: that's pretty good it's freaking I, I can't unsee that guy's bow tie <laughs> 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 yeah Brian so. Harmon needs to wear that outfit tomorrow and he'll win the he'll win the open if he remember does.
0: remember when Justin Thomas um wore
1: the tie like the full-on I think that was the. US open he shot 63. That Brian Harman was the 54-hole leader. at. Time is a flat circle.
0: Yep. We will be back after the final putt of round three of the Open Championship, and then of course after round four. And we'll see. We'll see if Brian Harman gets it done. Big thanks, producer Josh does a hard all the hard work behind the scenes. That is Patrick McDonald, available on Twitter at amateur status. You can find me at Rick Run Good. This has been the first cut. We'll catch you next time.